Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Now hold it right there. Hold it. Because we're going to stop time today. And we're going to teach you how to do it. That's the best part. Right? High five to Debbie G. High five to Neil because Debbie's going to be the first one teaching us. Debbie, you were promising before the show to tell us how to stop time. Tell us how to do it. Uh, you just say, yo, time, slow down. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I swear. Okay, so let me tell you what. Joe was always laughing at me because I'm. he'll be like, it could be one minute before, five minutes before a show, right? And he'd be like, you know, you got a show in like five minutes and I'm not ready. I'm not nothing. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'll just slow time. I'll be ready. So I slow time. And I say, slow the time. Slow time. Slow time, please. And then I forget about it. And the weirdest thing happens because my perception of the time changes. And my five minutes is like 15 minutes every single time, and it never fails. Now, I want to tell you, it is a perception, but also when you're not hurried, magic happens in the not hurry because you're allowing this beautiful, just gentle beingness to happen while you're doing something. Now, I want to tell you what happened today. So I so I had to go get I had to get an oil change on my car, which is like around the corner. Like a five minute, not even a five minute walk. So they called me at 12 and said, hey, which is Pacific time. Hey, your car's ready. Oh, okay, cool. So I thought, well, I could just walk over there real quick before the show today. So I diddle daddle, diddle daddle, and then I got to deal with this thing and that thing. And then I diddle daddle and got sidetracked. Then I look at the time and went, oh, well, if I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> time to slow some time down. <laughs> then I look at the clock and went, it's 1245. Do I have enough time to walk there and get back before the show starts? And I went in my head, while I, why, yes, I do. So okay. I did. Now, here's the deal. So I go to do it. And as I'm walking, I'm like, okay, slow the time. Slow the time. I get over to the place. I pay for it. I get in my car. And I see in my car it's 102. Or one Ooh. o'clock, actually. One o'clock. I message you, Walt, and I say, on my way, two minutes from home. Go to turn. This is so freaking funny. <laughs> so I go to turn the corner on my street, and it's closed. You can't get in from Yorktown. I'm like, what? Oh, so I had to turn Ooh. around, go down to the next street, come back up and around to get into my house. Mm-hmm. And my son took my garage door opener out of my car (laughs) so i messaged him he doesn't know mind you all here's the funny part so i pull up in my driveway my my opens there's this thing called my it's an app you can tie your garage door opener into it what was it yeah so i opened yeah we got a smart house justin my son is like the smart one and well i'm smart too but he's really really smart anyway so yeah, I'll listen to this. So I remember now, I said, I'm going to slow the time. I'm thinking it's almost five minutes past one. And I'm like, I got to get up these stairs. When when I had to detour and turn around, I didn't trip. I said, slow time. I looked at my phone, and it was 102. The clock nice. on my phone was off. Ah. 
包包包。I love that. I mean, she's as criminal as I was like, yeah. And I was just cracking up, and I'm like, oh, wait till I get up there and tell them. And I'm not rushing, <laughs> not not one iota. I'm just like, oh, we're gonna talk about this. Is this was、uh, now? I just thought it was hilarious. It's all on your perception, though. I promise.、Mm. It's just a trip about that. Well, well time itself, is, time itself is in your perception. The whole thing. I mean, that time comes from human perception. Totally. We are the only animals on the planet. If you ask any other animal, what time is it? They're gonna say it's what? now. What other <laughs> time? I, I, I've never tried、Literally. that. Foxy, Foxy, what time? Foxy, what time is it? It's、Foxy. now. What other time is there? Okay, see, see. Just doesn't know. I used to set all of my cars all the way up until I guess somewhere in the last ten years. I just stopped doing it. All every car I've had, the time was ten minutes behind. Or、oh, right. ahead, yeah.、Oh, I, I made sure I got places、ago. a little bit early. Ah,、so okay. every car I've had, I, I stuck by that. I don't know when it stopped. Probably when I stopped dealing with time. But um,、mm. I manifest. I just my first real smart house, and one day I was like, man, I wish it was a real smart house because I, I'm, I spend a lot of time in my trailer when the weather's nice enough, and there's coyotes out here.、Mm. I'm, I'm from Jersey. Coyotes are like wolves to me, specifically <laughs> the big ones from the movie Twilight. That's exactly what they are to me.、Uh, so when I get out of my trailer at two o'clock in the morning, my head is on a pivot because they roll in packs and they are in this neighborhood. I see them when I'm driving、mm-hmm. around at night.、Um, so I was like, man, I need a way to open this garage door. I was like, I gotta do something. I gotta manifest、uh, a smart house. And I was in the garage.、Uh, I think the next day or the day after that, and I, and I looked up. And my garage door opener, like man, what would it take to make that thing a smart? You know, open up on my phone, and I look closer and I see these little arches, and I said,、mm. "That's a Wi-Fi symbol."、Mm. Next thing you know, I'm downloading the MyQ app, full smart house, <laughs> on smart house. So it's like a manifestation. A lot of people would naysayers would be like, "Oh, but it was there before." I'm still clocking it. All right, time is irrelevant. I'm still clocking it. As a, a, a manifestation, that that is a completely a valid statement. Yeah, and,、oh, and, and let me tell you why it's completely valid.、Um, in fact, I was actually doing some writing about this, and it, it refers to something that happened here on the show about one and a half years ago.、Um, you all know Dan Mangana wrote the book Money Game, and really cool book. I'm recommending it for everybody. I have been recommending it for quite some time. I started playing the money game kind of unofficially in 2019 and manifested a boatload of money, which was great.、Um, 2020 did a couple more times, and then I decided, okay, I got to start doing this seriously because I know deep down I really don't believe I can keep doing it. So I need to have the the reinforcement that you get from playing the money game. So I started doing it seriously. And my first now, now, for those who don't know how the money game goes,、uh, the way it goes is you, you progressively work from a very, very small amount to manifest, you know, like ten dollars or more or something like that, and then you just kind of progressively work up over time, round after round after round. So I was on my very first one, trying to get just ten bucks to show up, and. After a couple of weeks of it, I got on the show with Dan, and I said,、uh, "So I've been on the well. Actually, I don't think it was a week. I think it was like five days. So I was pretty impatient."、Um, and I said,、uh, "You know, nothing's shown up in five days." And he says, "Well, you know, so what?" 
<laughs> and I said, yeah, you're right. I mean, his time's irrelevant to it. So, okay, we won't worry about it. So next time he's on the show was about a month later because there were a couple of delays. He couldn't be a part of the show for, for a couple of weeks there. He comes back on the show, and I tell him how that day when I had done the show with him, it had turned out I had actually manifested the money, but I didn't realize it. Again, all I was trying to do was manifest $20, $10 or more. I had received two completely unexpected Insurance dividend checks, one for $13 and change, one for $41. And I dismissed them. Yeah, I put them in my checking account, but it's like, they don't, I, I didn't even make the connection between trying to manifest the money and the checks showing up. And what it shows to me is if you don't know that it's there, guess what? You really didn't manifest it yet. You have to recognize that it's there before you can say, yeah. yes, I manifested it. You got to see it as a manifestation. Yeah, you got you to see it as that and not just some random check that came in the mail. Yeah. And the same goes for, for me, the little beeps and clicks and boop, you know, stuff, pin drops in the background. Those are for me. I manifested that wake up. Mm. Now, what am I going to do with it? What mental exercise right. am I going to do? Yeah. So those are, those are absolutely beautiful. I love that. I, I, by the way, that same show where I told him that, that story, I told him that I was going for my next level, which at that point was 50 bucks. Not realizing I had already manifested the fifty bucks, <laughs> so I did it again during the same show. <laughs> I want to show you this. I like that. One. I was, I was messing around with a new technique, and I wanted to manifest a thousand dollars because it's cool. And I was like, all right, boom, boom, boom. So I start doing this new technique, and I, a couple days later, on January 29th, I'll show you. I got this paper from Wells Fargo. Saying that they overcharged me in 2018 for $1,058.18. No nice. BS. Nice. Yeah. 1000 And here is the check. Oh, there's the check right there. Yeah. All right. Okay. $1,143. And the crazy thing, I remember, though, because it was a 143 kept popping up. When I saw that, I was like, that's a sign. I kept on that. I kept on it for another day or two. And got a check a couple days later for fifteen dollars. It's small. Right. It's just like because I just right, right. nothing but checks in the mail, checks in the mail, and it's just funny. My dad would hear that and be like, "Why well, would you say that every day?" Then because you forget. But it was just <laughs> right. the way it pulled, the way it came out. I'm like, "Yes, I'm a powerful mother man," <laughs> and it just makes you feel great. And you celebrate. That's the right thing to do. That that's how you kind of anchor it in. That yes, I did this. Notice. It's within arm's reach at oh, all yeah. times. I want to celebrate this more often than not. So it stays right there on top of my desk. So when I look up, ah, I remember that check <laughs> out of nowhere, crispy, clean. It's just a beautiful thing. Checks like that. Cause when you get a check from work or something expected, it's like, yeah, I manifested that, but dot, dot, dot. This was completely left. I didn't expect it. I didn't know where it was coming from. And that's what I love about it. I love it so much. These techniques. I'm going to get into this new one uh, in a little bit. You guys are going to love it. Oh, you guys are going to love it. I love cool. the techniques. I, I, got, I, I, have a, I have one that was, that was way cool. Okay. I bought a lottery ticket. I bought a scratcher today. Mm, I won, okay. I won, I won 30 bucks. But I have a vision. Yeah. Of, I won 30 bucks. I'm up 20. All right. Bucks. I tell you what, but I saw myself scratching and seeing 10 times, 10 times, 10 times. Well, it was 10 times two. So now I'm going to watch it being 10 times a hundred. There we go. 
for the whole thing. So, yeah. And then last year, about this time when we were all doing our manifesting, um, I got in like 3500 bucks from a grant I wasn't expecting. Just That's what I'm talking about. Landed. That's what I'm talking about. Landed straight up in my account. Like I woke up and went, the hell? <laughs> yep. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do a little dance. It's called the money dance. I mean, I seriously. Can. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, one of the I things I love about Dan's book, too, is that he, he almost insists in the book that you keep a keep track. You keep a record, kind of like what you just did yes. um, with that check. You keep a record of it. And I hadn't gone through my record in a while. Now, I, I haven't finished the book. I'm about 40% of the way through the program. So I have I have a long way to go. Uh, but even with 40% of the way through, I counted them up. I've manifested money 14 times in the last year and a half. Like, there we go. Dang. And it's yeah. been, listen, technically, it's been a lot more than that. You're just probably not counting it. That, every, I, can't every, rule that out. I have a history of over, overlooking stuff, so that's quite possible. Every single dollar or penny you get is a manifestation. You know? true. So, if you find a penny on the ground, you've got to log that. I always no, say that no matter whose name is on your paycheck as far as who signed it, your boss, it comes from the universe. doesn't matter that's whose true. name is on it. So you should appreciate it as a universal gift, not just something your boss gave you because you went to work, which means if you stop going to work, you're going to stop getting paid. All that comes with that connotation. So you got to just remove your boss and the job from that and make it a conversation between you and God. This is what I manifested this week. Yeah. That's how you yeah. gotta view things if you want to change your outcomes big time. Yep. Well, you know, I had a manifestation come in the place of, of, uh, doing the shows. I said, what you want, source? Okay, come on. What are we doing next here? You know, and Miranda Clendingling, who will be on here shortly, hits me up and says, Unify wants women rising to start up again. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I'm like, yeah. So, you know, I'm really excited about, yeah, no, no I'm no. not, I'm not going to say no. No, not going to say no. Are you kidding me? It's one no, of No, no, it's, it's just that you're, you're so nonchalant about it. Like, oh yeah, of course it's going to happen. You're so convinced. You're so confident that it's, it's a no brainer when it happens. Oh, That's it is a no brainer. That's because her stat sheet is stacked up with proof that she's a powerful manifester. And once you have that type of, that type of energy in your chest is no. Oh, look at this. Look at this comment from T-Bird and hi T-Bird, by the way. Thank you very much for joining in today. Look at this. I manifested a metal roof and finished basement. I got a feeling that I should go to a local casino and put in $300 in my favorite machine. I had 140 left and I hit $89,000. Bam. (laughs) Gotta love it. My roof and finished basement. LOL. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. In the past three weeks, prior to that $89,000, really analyze where your headspace was at for the past three weeks. Yeah. Sit down, get quiet, analyze. I'm talking about morning, noon, and night. I like to, in order to completely really do this type of activity, and this is how I first started learning about the law of attraction, I would study how people were thinking in the weeks before they blew up, whether it be an actress or Bill Gates or Donald Trump. I log everything in my calendar. So if I want to know what I was thinking about in the last two weeks, I'll see. Okay, I did a podcast about this. I did a show with Walt and Debbie about that. And that night I went live. So I was, and then that night I was written. Then if I create something, a new mental exercise, a new post, I put that in there too. Such and such was born. 
relationships episodes were born. That way That's I'll good. know what I was thinking and where I was at yeah. so that I can repeat yeah. it. I like the that. Results. That is I a great a, idea. I love that very much. And and that takes some dedication to yourself to do right? that. But I want to, I'm going to supercharge you all. Okay. All right. Here's, here's the supercharge to manifesting. The supercharge is this. Who are you going to give what away to? Mm. How are you going to show up in the world? So what that means is that when you have the opportunity to share, you do, you don't think about it. If you get that gut, I had a gut thing this morning that tells me what I'm supposed to do. And I don't talk about what that is, by the way. Notice I said the thing and the gut and the nut. You all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't need you to know because we're not going to play Martyrville and go, look what I did. We're going to look at how to seriously show up for the world. And that is how can I show up for another human being? And you'll get that inside you. You'll get that. And when it comes to money, you'll get it just the same. Listen to it. Listen to that. Don't listen to somebody else's voice telling you to do it. You listen to that internal knowingness. And this supercharges all your manifestations. And now let's make sure we're not doing it with the intention or the agenda that, well, I'm going to do this because I, I, the idea is, thank you. I have all that I need and more than enough. And I am shown where to share. That's and the, the reason idea for that, let, let, let's state what the reason for that is, too, because it's a very definite reason why you don't say, well, I also expect something back. Because, ah. because then you're doing it for that reason. You're not doing it because you absolutely exactly. have love in your heart. You just want to show up for somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Because you have an intention or an agenda. But that's in not the words, way you're, you're, not, you're not You're not focused on, on the thing that is truly abundant. The truly abundant part is you can help somebody. That's the yeah. abundance. I mean, you're not going to get away from helping them. If you walk by a homeless person, you hand them 20 bucks and then go in and buy the lottery ticket for another 20 thinking, I'm going to double down score now. You're probably not going to. But if you are sharing and you're not really thinking about it and it goes in and out of your head, it was there, you did it, gone. You, Your good deeds should not be remembered by you. I have people tell me, remind me of the things that I've done in my life. But unless it's a major moment, like saving someone's life because I did that, just because that's I was there and I didn't know what else to do. But other than that, you count keeping track of your own good deeds is not necessary. Believe me, is keep being tra- kept track of for you. Showing how the universe is showing up and thanking you. That keep track of all you want. Just like Neo said. Just like Walt said. Let the universe show up for you. Instead of counting on that person to repay you back, let the universe show up for you. I was going to say this uh, a couple of seconds ago. You can also think about that's what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is running around doing a bunch of stuff, expecting and hoping and wanting and doing it so that they can get stuff back. And it's not really working out for all these people. Yeah. No. So we need to try something different <laughs> other than that type of activity. That's the different. Uh, Debbie, I have to ask, it looks like your shelf is on a super gangster lean. Like it is just relaxing. Is that me? <laughs> your I think candles, like, your candles and everything. You know is what? It, okay. I think it's my desk. I have one oh, of those desks that, oh my God, it's cockeyed. But it looks, the shelf looks flat. It's the candles that are in the side. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? It's got optical illusions going on in the background. I think it's tilting. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I installed it. So, 
Oh, yeah, it's best definitely term. leaning. It's definitely it's leaning. leaning. It's leaning. It's <laughs> leaning. But also, I was thinking it was my desk because I leaned on it the other day and it kind of pushed down. It's one of those that stand up and you push it up and down. It's actually okay. really cool and it rolls so I can just roll it in front of me wherever I'm at. So it's kind of rad. Right into the bathroom. Get work yeah, done. maybe not that. Yeah. <laughs> That's See, Neil, her webcam, she, her webcam needs one of those uh, little airplane things that you have when you're flying the plane so that you can tell how your attitude is, right? Are you on the, are you on level? Are you flying out? You know, are you going into a circle or something or in a roll? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, how do you know about attitude indicator? <laughs> That's not common knowledge. Uh, what Atti- should I say? I have an interest. What is an a- attitude indicator? It, yeah, it lets you know if you're in a pissed off mood when you're flying. They don't want you flying now. <laughs> 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 no, they don't. No. <laughs> it just tells you which way your plane is basically tilted facing to um, keep you on track. You know what? <laughs> this is That's why. Funny. This is how come, Walt, that I'm going to tell my. See, right now there is a perfect. I'm like buying your shit right now. I can't even believe it. <laughs> you want to hear, you guys? I'm going to tell before Miranda gets here, you guys want to hear a story that's. One of the reasons that this kind of thing happens. Okay. Well, I was cha- I was chasing tornadoes in like 2013 just because it was fun, and it was. Oh, you're one of those people. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of those crazy it, people. <laughs> it was so. Hey, you don't mess with Mother Nature. I promise you. Well, and it was a rad experience, and I'm not going to go all into the rad experience, but I will promise you that there's nothing like it. I mean, a tornado there, and you're just like, and the hail's coming down, it's boom, boom, and we rented a car, and we took out the extra insurance because we knew it was going to get dinged, and it did. It looked like a Mm. golf ball. Let me tell you, it was insane. Mm. So this tornado happens, and we're in Kansas, and we're, you know, and it starts to calm down. There's this gorgeous freaking sunset that I've never seen before. Like, oh, mm. my God, I have pictures of it. It's just amazing. And I'm laying in the wheat fields of Kansas. I'm all excited and fun. And then we get back in the car. And I'm like, I've got a tinkle. And here we are in the middle of nowhere. And I'm a foo-foo princess going, I've got a tinkle. And so we're going to have to go outside. And I'm like, uh, you know. You know, and he's like, he's like, it doesn't help know. that you're in the middle of a Kansas cornfield. I mean, there aren't, there aren't a whole, like a, a stand of trees nearby or something, right? No. So he starts driving and he keeps driving and he found some trees actually. And then he was like, oh, he did. okay. Yeah. And so then it was like, I had no choice, but I'm going to have to get out. So off the distance is this thunderstorm, like, and, and it's the most gorgeous thing ever, but it's dark. There's nothing mm. out here. It's dark. So he's like, just get out of the car. The headlights are on. And, and I have my phone. So I take my phone and I've got light. And I go do my thing. And before I get out of the car, I tell him, I know something's going to eat me. There's, it's, this is just not even right. <laughs> like I'm certain I'm going to be eaten. <laughs> by, I don't know what. At least but, the mosquito. Well, you didn't like the damn coyotes. I don't like them either. I'm going to tell you what. So you're going to feel my pain here in a minute. So I'm telling you, I do my thing and I and I start to walk back. Now, I went quite a distance because I'm just like, and my privacy is a thing. So I start walking back and I notice something out of the corner of my freaking eyeball. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I am literally sh- hightailing it, screaming, oh, my God. 
and I'm running back to the car, and I'm running back to the car, and I get to the car. <gasps> oh my god! And he's like, "What is wrong?" I'm like, "I told you I was gonna get into this thing," and I look to my right, and I'm like, "Oh fudge, drama! That's my shadow." <laughs> That's my shadow. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear, that was my shadow, and. Yeah, so now you understand shadows, why I understand. Shadows are valid threats. And, and, and no, in dark situations, it. shadows are valid. Oh, yeah. You gotta move. Well, it's true. Yeah. Well, when you're a cop, sure, you yeah. ask questions later. Just get ah! it down. Oh, I'm dying right now. So, anyway. <laughs> that was a good story, though. I love that. <laughs> we gotta hear about the tornado chasing sometime too. I mean, cause I'm, yeah, I was kind of making fun of it, but let's be perfectly honest. That is a really high energy thing. Cause you can, you're surrounded by energy. It's a massive wall of energy. So of course oh, you're going to be, totally yeah. you know, completely yeah, you started, alert. You started the conversation by saying, don't mess with mother nature. And then the next sentence you said you were chasing tornadoes. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. I, that's how it rolls. So we have, speaking of energy, we have a special guest joining us. We were talking about Miranda just a little bit ago. And Miranda is the co-create, she is the creator of Women Rising. Actually, she, we came in to co-create with her, but she's also the director of, she's the director of a lot of things. God, you think I'd have your, Miranda, I'm going to bring you up. You think I would have remembered, I thought I brought her up. So I think she, she is, shut down. So something went bunkers there. Here she comes. Here she goes. So she is right, the director. There she is. She's one of the executive directors of Unify, as well as uh, Peace2030.Earth. This woman has been everywhere in the world. She's one of our – she's in a peace ambassador. There's so many things that you've done, Miranda. I don't even know where to start. She lives in Crestone, Colorado. She has created a POE zone, which is a peace on earth zone there. And one of my favorite people in this world, my soon to be daughter in law, and one of my, and one of my biggest loves ever. I love you. Welcome and welcome to this is, this is Neil and this is Walt. Hey, Miranda. Welcome. So glad to be here. And yes, Debbie, I love you. One of my greatest loves. I actually fell in love with Debbie before I fell in love with her son, which was very, cool that that's a smart done. order by the way i have to say <laughs> yeah i mean when you do it that order you can't really go wrong the other way around can be a problem but you did it the right order so yeah, well done I'm like, yeah. oh, the coolest mother-in-law ever and one of was my best strategic if it was kudos to you because most Absolutely. people don't think of that that's true yeah i that's a, that's one thing about Miranda. She's she doesn't have like we were talking about agendas and and, and your intentions and that's where her intentions are. I've known you long enough to know her intentions are beautifully pure. Like this is really truly what she wants in this world. She wants to see a change, and it's incredible. But that's enough about my knowledge of you. What if you guys have some questions or Miranda, if you want to just share what's on your heart. I don't know how much you explained about women rising already um, and, and the series that we're launching, relaunching again. Um, we already have a pretty big following on, on Unify. We did it for more than a year um, and then kind of stopped um, in the summer. We launched it at the beginning of uh, COVID originally um, to just be wow. a hope and inspiration. We have some other shows going already that are inspirational, how to, you know, heal yourself and have transformation and greatest health and 
wellness in COVID, but we wanted to really support women, which is why we launched this show and just um, getting a lot of us together that have kind of created and invented our own lives and figured out how to have the art of living be amazing and kind of pave our own path and break out of the matrix and all those things. So we cover lots of subjects. We're very rowdy. We get in trouble for... <laughs> That's a good sign, actually, when you're rowdy and you get in trouble. Like, yeah, that means you're you're a mover and shaker. So we that, that's, don't that's a get, good thing. We totally get in trouble. We t- don't yeah. say those words. What? That means you're doing something right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. That's really cool. I, and I, I'm really intrigued by the idea that you started uh, Women Rising at the beginning of the pandemic, and it sounds like with the idea of addressing what it's like going through the pandemic and, and basically trying to help people, particularly women, keep their vibe up at a time when people weren't feeling very high vibe. I mean, it, that, that was literally the inspiration behind it, right? Yeah. And um, I mean, we took the time to share how we, we've we been uh, women mover and shakers and change makers and entrepreneurs and then created, Debbie created a way that women can come in and whether they want to be an author or are already, but they don't go to media. She helps guide them a lot on how to create videos, how to join um, her movement with spirituality gone wild and unify and just join us. And that you can start from anywhere. If, if there's something that you want to say that you want to teach that you want to do that, are you not happy at your job? Do you want to reinvent yourself? This is the perfect time to do it. You're going to be at home. You're going to have lots of time. You can research, you can start learning how to do video and all these, you know, courses on on making yourself bigger and joining a movement of change makers and how we're all trying to do all of this stuff from home and live stream and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we um, I think we gathered 10,000 women in a few months and wow, um, still cool. rising from there. We're hoping to do. Um, a full education series, live events, and a membership model this time. Because last time we just did the the podcast and a Facebook group and um, had a lot of interaction with them and then sent them to all of our different programs that we had that they could join. But this time we're going to go bigger with it and really support these women in a bigger way and meet them in person at live events and all of that. Now that we can start having live events in some places. Again. Yeah, how about that, right? Yeah, that's a good thing. No That's doubt about dope. that. In fact, to, um, th- oh, go ahead. No, you go first, Neil. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to, I have to, I have to ask because I've been, um, conversating with a lot of different women's groups lately and some of them are like anti male. And what I mean by that is they won't let males speak at their events. Mm-hmm. And what brought it to my attention was actually Bob Proctor and Neil deGrasse Tyson wanted to speak at these, uh, events. I think it was like three events in total and they were told no and i'm like wow these are two really big names and it's not, it's not about their names but they have really good information to tell that mm-hmm. i would hate for anybody to miss out on let alone a large group of people that are that are actively working to better themselves and so they were literally shunned like we don't have guys no and i get it it's cool everybody's got their own standards i was just wondering viewers personally as open to uh males, uh, male speakers, and not males to join because it's a women's thing. But if you know, if you got somebody up there that's giving a great message, like Tony Robbins wants to come speak at one of your events, is it like no because you're a guy, or it's like okay, you have some good things to say, we can learn. 
We have showcased um, men that uplift women and are part of the Women Rising movement, Um, men that specifically um, make sure that their organizations are made up of half women, half entrepreneurs, help women get funding, that kind of thing, or that have inspirational stuff, just like you're saying, to really um, lift up women. So our audience is... um, is predominantly women. So it has to be a man with a message to reach these women and how, you know, what they're doing in the world to kind of help that. Um, we both love men tons. I think all of our hosts do. Love them. <laughs> we're we're so totally all about men being in the picture half, half the time with us. And yeah. so we're, we definitely do not have a just shun men. We're here to be with women only for forever kind of attitude. I had to ask because if yeah, they do they do that. I have to ask anybody in this situation. I have to ask that question because the next time I find a group that's like, no, I don't care if it's Joe Biden or Tony Robbins, men are not allowed. I just want to ask them, you know, why? Like, I get it, but it's great information that could be used. It could save someone's life. You might have. My pocket's case is kind of sad because he doesn't even hear anymore, so so you can't ask him back now. Yeah, so it's like if you got 10,000 people and this Tony Robbins coming up could maybe save one life, ain't it worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll save that for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have another question. I want to know when you learned about the law of attraction. How old were you and how did you learn? Oh, this, uh, give it away, Miranda. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh my gosh, put me on the spot. <laughs> I ask everyone that, my summits, my shows, because I just want to know, because it gives me a feel for who you are. If you learned it when you were 28, like I did, you're going to be a different person than someone who was taught it growing up. You'll be a totally different person. Or somebody like me who learned it at 55. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, you know. But Walt's six foot four. It took a long time for it to get up. There. He's six foot eight. Six foot eight. Oh. Yeah, don't take, give me the other eight four inches back. I need them, right? It's how I become my full height. Right? Six <laughs> four was the I compliment I guess, Walt has I, received. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, you go no. first, Debbie, and then I'll, I'll answer. I'm, well, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go first. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you all. Her mother grew, she grew up with the Urantia book. She grew up in the environment mm-hmm. of the, with her mom her mom's a really spectacular lady and i really dig her and miranda if i had to guess you were probably practicing this from a very small age yeah i think that just that would probably be my answer um well i would say i i was taught it and kind of naturally living it through my mom um having it as a very important concept um and one that is in your ranch book as well Um, but I wouldn't say that I really studied more about it or started living it myself until I had a big spiritual awakening when I was about 26. Hmm. Uh, Okay. And then ever since then. So. Cause that's the moment Uh, you might know about it forever, but when you really see and you're like, yo, this stuff works. That's when, (laughs) that's when, that's when life kind of changes, like the major shift because you're in control. Mm -hmm. feels like, Everything's happening randomly. And then people are telling mm-hmm. you everything's happening randomly. Luckily, your parents weren't. But you got life and teachers telling you and making it seem like everything's random. And then you get this sign or inclination or you watch the movie The Secret. And it's just like, holy moly, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just beautiful from there. So that's cool. I want to hear it, Miranda. You, you have some great manifestation stories. You've, you've been across the world. 
the UN doing peace work. You have an extraordinary house in, mm-hmm. in, uh, Creststone. And all of those are great, awesome, incredible stories. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Debbie and I talk about this all the time, even if we're, you know, having a complaining day too about <laughs> things aren't going on right around us. It's like, well, what are we putting out there that is attracting this to? Okay. I've been in my own negativity and I got to shift all of that. So that's a super. So, so you're telling us you're human like everybody else. That's a good thing yeah, to know. I mean, I say, <laughs> there's nothing I'm saying, oh, that's when it really clicked when I was 26. I'm like, um, I think it's still clicking. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have had, um, amazing miracles happen in my life. I mean, one of the ones that Debbie is talking about, um, I was at a summit, um, a UN summit in Europe um, where we met with the Kogi elders from Colombia. <clears throat> and they were talking about how um, one of the problems in our society that's causing so much disconnection is that we look at, or we live in square houses, square rooms, look out square windows, look at square phones on square screens, and that nothing in nature is square like that, and that they live in round houses um, that are made of natural materials and fit in with the environment and that they're not, their house is not separate from their environment and from themselves and not um, all these sharp lines and all that. So I kind of said, said, well, I said more than a prayer. I went home and like wrote a manifestation type secret thing (laughs) of, you know, if I can, I was moving to a new town, um, Crestone, Colorado, to get out of the the bigger city stuff. And I wrote, you know, if I can find a house like the Kogis are saying, that's very combined with the earth, round, made out of earth materials, um, has a greenhouse, is off the grid and on solar, that's what I want for me and my kids. And Wow. Yes, pretty specific. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, no way, you know, but I'll find the closest thing I can, at least if it has one of the elements or something, then I'll be happy. And I came here through synchronicities. The first event I went to met a woman who heard that I um, help with intentional communities and I'm coming to Crestone for working on intentional community. And she said, you have to meet this guy, my ex-husband. He's about to die. He has this house. I think you're supposed to get his house. Let me take you to oh see it. And wow. we go see it. And she's like, this house is a complete circle, except it's kind of the shape of the galaxy. If you look at it from above in it's two stories with a dome on the top, it's fully off the grid. It has a 1500 square foot passive solar greenhouse. attached. <laughs> it's made out of straw bale and cob. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Oh, I bought the house two years ago. We live here. It is a little intentional community and has been amazing. So, yes, be careful what you ask the universe for. No kidding. Be pretty extreme and be ready for it when spirit says you're also up and moving to here because this is where your dream is, yeah. this is where you're meant to be. This is where I know it supports you more than what you know. So I've learned to welcome to Colorado, right? (laughs) Can I, can I throw, I want to throw a little spice on top of that. You said, be careful what you ask for. (laughs) You have to see every thought as an ask Mm -hmm. every single one as an ask. Mm -hmm. So when she says, be careful what you're asking for, be careful of every single 
60 to 70 thoughts on average, 1,000 thoughts on average per day per person, each and every one of them. Yep. You need to make sure it's in the right space. Yeah, you, you went practice. off the camera for a second yeah. while we were talking about that, but that was my first comment that Debbie and I all the time, if we notice what's going on around us is not what we want. We're both checking each other on how are those positive thoughts? What's going on up here? What, what am I manifesting? <laughs> Accountability <laughs> partners. I love it. My son, I'm looking at him on a baby monitor. He went off screen for, for too long. I was like, all right, I got to go see where he's at. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he's. He's four years old. He's inside. He's in his room watching YouTube, but he just, I guess he got off his bed and was active, but I just switched the camera over a little bit. I could see him now. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's no problem at all. That's no problem. But what you're talking about is very, very cool because, well, first of all, it's a challenge. I think it's a challenge. I, I mean, I, I made the joke about how I was exposed to it in 55. It's actually about 50, but it took me until 55 to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I had to figure out was how on earth do you keep on top of those 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day? Like, oh, yeah, right. When's that going to happen? <laughs> like, I got no time for this. This is not going to work. <laughs> so it, it takes a while. You have to work at it. It, it, it doesn't come easily. The brain no, but is I muscle. Have... It has muscle memory. It'll throw at you what it's used to throwing at you. So mm-hmm. flex that muscle, just like going to the gym. You want to make sure flex that muscle often, and it'll end up doing it for you. Like I've conditioned yes, my mind eventually. to the point where if I'm walking toward to the bathroom where I would normally, back in my cop days, be thinking about some cop stuff. Now I'm not thinking about that. Now I'm thinking about mm-hmm. something else. And so once you condition your average thoughts, those in between autopilot thoughts, to be a certain way, then you don't have to work at sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. You just have to work at the autopilot and let the worst, let the rest work for you. That's been my key to getting out of my own way mentally. Well, plus so for I me, wanna... I mean, the thing, the thing I found was that if, if I was overwhelmed by trying to keep track of 60 to 70,000 thoughts, I realized actually I was taught, oh, well, you don't actually have to monitor them all. Just monitor how you're feeling. That takes care of it for you. I thought, oh, yeah, that's easier. I can handle that one. And then slightly easier I, said than done. I mean, easier, just, yeah. yeah, you know, 60, 70,000, one. Yeah. Well, okay, I actually, guys, I have, Miranda's got a cool trick she taught me. Okay. Seriously, has to do with a rubber band. I'll let her tell it though. Seriously, I'm not playing. How do you get those stinky winky thoughts out of your head? I got my pen and some rubber bands. Let's go. Neil <laughs> is ready for any eventuality, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest bag of rubber bands I've seen. But yeah, in one of uh one of my courses that I teach is about um is about this and about 21 days to make a habit. They say 5,000 repetitions or 21 days straight makes a new groove in your brain to make a habit. And with our thinking, we have to train our brain that same way, just like what you're talking about. Um, But in our, in our program, we um, just have you put a rubber band on your wrist. Um, A lot of times this lasts for like three days with people, sometimes longer. Um, But It's really just, you can either pop it when you notice um, a thought that you don't want to be having and change it or switch it to the different wrist if you don't like the popping the rubber band, just so that there's a physical action with it. And it's just training you to become more conscious because we're literally unconscious of most of those thoughts that our mind is trying to put in there. But it's also 
when you're trying, when you're telling your brain, I want to be conscious of every single thing, and I'm only going to think the things that I want to think, and I'm going to change this, then you also get to notice what those are. And you're like, oh my God, my brain actually has thought about the bills that I owe 15 times today. It has thought about what I'm going to make for dinner 20 times a day. And you start to figure out how, if I don't want my brain thinking about that, I'm going to make it do something else with that. Like we're not going to worry about bills anymore because we're going to do that 30 minutes out of the evening every other day. And it can only think in that time about that. And the rest of the time, there's no reason to stress about a bill ever because we have it taken care of over here. And dinner planning is going to happen at, you know, this time of the day. And once that's done, I'm not going to think about it anymore. And just replacing those with positive affirmations as well. You know, how many times a day are you consciously thinking you're doing great? You're doing amazing. What would you like today to do today that makes you more happy? Have you danced? Have you sang? Have you ate your favorite food? Did you give yourself a a neck massage or jump around and get out of your chair <laughs> or, you know, when you're, when your mind isn't consumed with so many crappy things, you can um, then be consciously saying, what would I like to do with my time and, and my brain and my, my extra space that I have. So it's all about retraining. And I also teach people make a journal at night, each night for those 21 days to observe what you observed, observe, you know, let yourself know, okay, 50% of my day was filled with negativity still that I noticed, but 50% was positive. And those positive times, I actually felt so much more joy. And you just journal about what is happening with your own conscious process and your own growth. And so many people by the end of the 21 days are like, I'm doing what I want with my mind instead of it doing this to me. And, yeah. or you say I've grown 30% more in positivity than where I wanted to be or, or unconscious thought patterns. So, and if you've grown 30% instead of hitting your marks, just do the 21 days again and just keep going or adjust it for how you want to. And the point is just making the conscious process and then throwing in the, the law of attraction stuff, you know, those affirmations of, I am attracting my best soulmate, my greatest house, my best job. And how many of my thoughts each day are going towards those, towards saying that over and over, towards envisioning that. That's like cool, that. especially after what Neil was talking about earlier, because he was talking about how he likes to keep track of all the things that he's doing every single day on a calendar so he can reference it and mm -hmm. remind himself, this is what I did. This is what I experienced. This is what I was thinking about. Here you are talking about this, the exact same thing with journaling. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yep. Ann and uh, Anne Marie. Asked yeah, Anne Marie McEwen. Yeah. I'll, Good I'll friend of mine. Let's bring her in there. She's talking about basically she manifested a yellow kayak. Um, she was thinking about it and manifested it, but didn't like it and ended up not getting it. And she was wondering if uh, the universe delivers the best option uh, for us or any option. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You went for the yellow kayak, the universe delivered. You felt it wasn't right. So you moved on. I manifested a check last week for a thousand dollars and have done nothing with it. I have no plans. I've, I got everything. I need and I'm and I'm realizing that money is not what I want anymore because every time I get manifest a new check I'm like ooh what am I gonna spend it on? I, well I got the best trailer in its class I got the best airplane in its class I got the best paramotor in its class 
I really can't upgrade anymore. <laughs> and so it ends up just sitting there. So was the money what I wanted? Nah, I was searching for something that I was really searching, I guess, for more proof that I am wielding the law of attraction. Right. At the end of the day, I think that might have been what I was really looking for as opposed to the cash. So, yeah. And How about you, Miranda? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, no, I was. I was just going to say, and uh, make sure you know what you want. And the, yeah. the way you do that is you sit back. I mean, you couldn't have known how it was going to fit sitting in there and whether it was uncomfortable or not. But and for, for like flight school, they do this called thing called chair flying. Sit down in a chair, close your eyes, and imagine you're there. You might find something that's slightly off. Like, maybe I need to get something else. That's what happened to me. I became, I went from an airplane pilot to a paramotor pilot mm. with one YouTube video. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. sometimes we want something else. Go get it. Good. Randy, you want to take a swing at it? Yeah. Did you already answer this, Debbie? No. <laughs> I want to hear you talk too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is it the right kayak or not? You know, I, I'm a big believer in what I want. Yes. What I wanted yesterday may not be exactly what I wanted today. Maybe I wasn't specific enough and maybe you knew, you know, that you know the answer already that it was a no. And if it's a no, that's your authentic voice being an integral, integral alignment with your knowingness. Period. We know what we want. We know what we know. And that's the final word on it. We question ourselves when we're not confident in our own ability to make decisions. You're the one that manifested it, but it wasn't exactly what you wanted. So as Neo put up here, be specific, as Miranda was was describing about her with the house. Be specific about what it is that you really want. Really deciding what you want. And don't leave out any details because what can happen sometimes when you don't get specific, you're going to get what you asked for but it might not be exactly what you envisioned and also there's this thing about attachments to the outcome and the whole lose that and the expectations and expectations lead to what so look at how that you're really observing the situation and that's what i would do with that yeah and I would say there is a big piece of it that is um, like in the in the in what I was telling about my house um, there. My friends and other spiritual people that I work with had been telling me for a long time. Have you like written down the this the kind of partner that you want, the kind of life that you want, the kind of house that you want? Um, and I, my answer would always be. I just work for the universe. I do, you know, what I feel is supposed to come. And I haven't really put my own thought. I know what I don't want with a lot of those things. But literally for like 10 years, I was resistant. Like someone gave me a thing called a life map booklet. And in it, it had all this stuff. Like what is um, basically like if you were take, to take the, the secret into a booklet and say, like, what do you want? And then what are you going to manifest from that? Um, but it took me literally 10 years to put that down on paper, um, what a lot of those things were, because I had a whole bunch of, I don't want these things, but what I want, I'm not as specific about, but as soon as I finally got, um, more specific and took the time, which took a lot of confidence and my own self love and like really asking myself, are you ready for your most amazing life? Stop just like 
going through the motions and not getting what you want because you aren't sitting down and thinking about what this really is. And like with the house, I feel like the, the, the law of attraction was kind of attracting me that helped me know what I want. There was so much pressure in my life and working in the um, regenerative and renewable energy sector that was saying, you need to be on a house that's off the grid. You need to be doing the things for climate change and reducing your carbon footprint. Otherwise you can't be in integrity with talking about this all the time or doing the work that you're asking other people to do. So my prayer became what was attracting me. And I feel like that makes it an even stronger um, connection with the universe to get those manifestations when there's a pull in both directions. You're, you're being wanted to do this and you're asking for that, which is in alignment with what you should be doing. Keywords oh. asking Hot for that in alignment. That was really freaking good, though. You all get this. It was. That's coming from the space of how do I show the sh the world showing up for me? How do I show up for the world? What is it calling to me to do? And I, okay, so that's a that's a twist on it that comes from that comes from a really compassionate heart. And it just that's what I said, you guys. The desire, your intention. What's your intention and your agenda behind the things that you're doing? What, so Miranda, what you made me think of is why am I wanting these things? Why, how, how or why do I want this if I'm aligning with it? Super awesome. And Anne Marie says thank you. So yeah, I was gonna say Anne Marie. The so I would say instead of picking out the yellow kayak and shooting for the yellow kayak and gunning for the yellow kayak, like Miranda did, and be open to the idea of what to manifest next and then that will you know come to me in one shape one way shape or form after you know picturing yourself there and maybe you want to change this or change that so get meditative first and then choose what to shoot for i'm loving these answers there's something else i got <clears throat> i gotta share with you guys because Anne marie's actually a very good friend of mine and a former co-host she was on the show for a while um mm -hmm. and she has like one of the best manifestation stories i've ever heard in my life and it fits in beautifully with what she's talking about. So I'm just going to remind her of the piano story. And then I'll tell you what the piano story is. Um, she runs an organization, a nonprofit in Middletown, Connecticut called the Buttonwood. And the Buttonwood is basically a, it, it's sort of like a, a universal facility for people to come through to perform music and to read poetry. And there's like a bookstore. And it's, it's like a community gathering place in Middletown. Uh, and at one point, well, they have a lot of musicians who come through. And at one point, they had a musician come in who was a pianist, who was, you know, a concert level type pianist. And after she was done playing, she, she kind of said, Dan, I'm not sure I can come back again because your piano, I'm used to playing a Steinway and, and your piano just doesn't really cut it for us. You know, for, I'm, I'm just used, I need to have the ability to do what a Steinway can do for me. So Anne-Marie decides she needed to manifest a Steinway. Now she didn't have the cash for a Steinway. There was no way that it's, it's a, you know, fairly small operation, uh, but she wanted to have the Steinway. So she just put it out to the universe. And what I want to remind Anne-Marie about is she kept getting pianos coming in. She kept, kept trying to, to donate pianos, but they weren't Steinways. And so she kept turning them down because, no, that's not a Steinway. And then another piano would come along. No, no, that's not a Steinway. And then another, no, that's not a Steinway. And then finally, one day, a person contacted her with a Steinway. And, and long story short, he ended up donating the Steinway to the, to, uh, the Buttonwood. And there's a whole really interesting story about how it got delivered too, which I won't get into. But the point is, 
she already knows what it's like to keep saying, that's not quite the one I'm looking for. I'm looking for <laughs> this. I want this specific one. And she got it. That's it right there. That Gotta have so that good. confidence. I love that. Yeah. You know, um, one of the reasons I asked Miranda to come on today was to talk about women rising. And I know we're at the top of the hour. We have five more minutes left, but I really oh, we can go a little bit over. That's all right. Cool videos, because right now what I'm uploading is some information that Miranda has to share about what's happening on 2-22-22 on Unify. And if anybody knows anything about Unify, this organization has been around for is it 12 years now. Uh, won the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, the largest meditations worldwide. They have a couple million followers on Facebook, and it is an extraordinary place to find all of the information out there that you're seeking. If you are looking to do things a little bit differently, it's where you want to do it. So I'm going to bring up this banner, and Miranda, if you want to tell us about it, and then I'll play the video. Yeah, so um, we are doing a global synchronized meditation on 2-22-22. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Which happens to be a Tuesday, <laughs> or what we're calling two-day. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, it's amazing already that the there's a universe set up that the two, 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 two day is actually on a two day. Also, I don't even know how that is set up. I, I just, how is that? What the heck? So the, like the angel number two, two, two stands for um, harmony, unity, love. Um, and this day is just a really, um, so many people started contacting us, which is usually why we do these global meditations when all these, um, spiritual leaders contact us and say, I have a message to give to the world. This is a very important day. We need together. We need to be meditating, get the world together. So that's what we do at Unify is organize these when they come to us. Um, so yes, everybody, um, everybody, anybody, please join us. If you can, the big global synchronized meditation will be, at 2 p.m. Pacific time, so from 2 to 2.22, if you can join us then. If not, sit in meditation at 2.22, whatever time zone you're in, and just be with us um, in unity together on that day. People from all over the world, starting in New Zealand um, and coming all the way around the world at 2.22 p.m. their time, will be sitting in meditation and um, honoring this and sending we collect video footage um, and pictures from people meditating and doing those events and um, put it, put it together in a big compilation. So the world can see each other. We've had as many as a hundred million people check into our global meditations before. And we're always looking for other groups to have a meditation in your home or in your community live, just get a group of 10 friends together, get a group of 500 friends together if you can, um, or just, just you and, um, just be with us on that day. It's a big, um, just putting out, there's a lot of things that, that are in, in this day, like the, the Pluto return is one thing that is being talked about America's Pluto return, um, which has not happened since the declaration of independence was written. So it is a, it starts on that day, um, on 222. And that means that America is going through its greatest transformation since the Declaration of Independence. And I think a lot of us are feeling that. So this is like giving a prayer to that, the changeover of 
government, business, organizational, economic structures, um, all of that as we learn how to not harm our planet and come into harmony together and truly love each other. So part of it is about that. Um, part of it is about hope and healing and um, unity for humanity, helping everyone to to get past the rest of COVID and get our world healthy again and hopefully not have more variants or more harm. Um, yeah, so lots of, of, of those kind of pieces right now. We'll have um, Sister Jenna is also, the Brahma Kumaris are meditating around the world. They have locations all around the entire world as well. They'll be broadcasting with us. Um, Chief Phil Lane, um, a Native American elder, will be with us. Um, I don't even have the list of all the names in front of me so bad, but <laughs> a lot of a lot That's of awesome. spiritual leaders that'll be there that day and kind of giving their messages of love and meditating with us. And anybody that you know that should be with us, or if you want to join us, please do. And I can send you all the materials to actually um, join us or have a um, have your own podcast to your network that goes at the same time that that kind of weaves in with what we're broadcasting and then carry it on and um, and interact with your audience. People do all kinds of stuff with this, but yes. That's I'm on it. Please send me the information. I've been looking to do something like this for years. I didn't know it already existed, so I'm down. I love Yay. it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the video and while. You have the information already. I've sent it to a couple of other people. If there's anybody mm -hmm. watching right now that also would love uh, some information about this, please let me know. Well, I'll be sending out a newsletter as well as a lot of people I know so you can join us. And remember, go to Unify on Facebook if you want to just check out what's going on over there. And so glad and, and awesome. to hear this, Brenda. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, and also be including a link. Unify or unify.org slash love for this specific event. Oh, okay, great, great. I'll, I'll make right. sure that these links get into the description for this podcast so anyone listening to the podcast, they can know where to find it. That is awesome. And this podcast has been around a long time, so I love all of you listeners. I'm going to play the video really quickly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let us breathe powerfully and expand our divine light together all over the world at the same time with lung strength being more important now than ever before let us breathe powerfully together on 22222 there we go very cool That's dope. <laughs> This also reminds me too. This is uh, a similar concept. What you're doing with these meditations is, very, is a similar concept to what um, author Lynn McTaggart talked about in her book, The Power mm -hmm. of Eight. It's oh, a yeah. little bit different, but it's very, very similar. She was yeah. our main. Was... Uh, yeah, she, she launched our first one we ever did with us, which was she on did. 12, okay. Yeah, twelve uh, twenty-one of two thousand twelve was our first one, and it was. We actually had no idea what was going to happen. We were just saying, "Oh, a bunch of our friends." are at sites for the Mayan shift day. Let's see if we give them all the same live stream link, if they can come in and broadcast from the sites that they're at, and we'll just make a kind of a global meditation out of it. That was the, the first event that we had that had a hundred million people check in and broke wow. all of our technology. And the live stream <laughs> company was like, what do you, we charge a, like a dollar a minute per person past 
thousand people and you guys have like <laughs> a million people trying to check in right now on we're like oh so it was very much orchestrated by spirit we just made the videos put the word out there and had no idea that was going to happen but lynn was our main uh presenter on that day as well she led our meditation and yeah still amazing her power of eight book has the eight concept has shown up many times. I mean, really, if you have eight people together and you want to move something forward, it will happen if you have eight people together. I mean, five will create some change, but you get eight people in unity together, you can manifest. <laughs> Talk about the law of attraction. <laughs> That's what makes it happen when you're getting people right. together. That's you fun, too. It's on, on your board behind you, too. There's a cir circle with eight sections. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah, a little mental okay. exercise I, I do. I want I want to throw in a plug in too, uh, real quick. Tomorrow, February nineteenth from noon to the next the next edition of Neo Positivity's Thoughts Become Things Summit. Miranda, I'd love for you to come. I'd love for you to come and step in. Uh, Walt and Debbie, you guys know you're welcome. I'm looking for somebody to talk about breathing techniques. Something I'm new to. I'm really trying to get into it, and I love the the fans to be able to take something home with them from there. But Miranda, if you never heard of the summit, it's just like this campfire atmosphere, bunch of people just chopping it up, talking about the law of attraction, sharing their, their tips and, and secrets. And we got past speakers that are going to be coming in, in and out, swapping, and we're going to bring up audience members to ask questions uh, to whoever they want to ask it to. So it's going to be a great thing. Like I said, tomorrow uh, from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern time, I'll post a link up right here. And uh, register, get in the Facebook group. Uh, I love the Facebook group. It's becoming a place for people to come and get their daily dose of positivity. So I'll throw that live stream, live stream up as live stream. I'll throw that link up as well. Yo. All right. And, and so I love to see you guys there. Love to see you guys there participating and uh, helping out. Somebody can benefit from your words. Every every month, I get great feedback about whose life has changed and how things are getting better couple people were on some suicidal ledge type shit i'm glad we were able to help so i love you guys yeah. thank you guys Aww. and definitely i love to see you guys there thank you everybody right. today who watched the podcast mark your calendars for march 5th we are going to be live on unify women rising is back and we are super excited about that so miranda thank you so much for being here today i love you tremendously and i'm so excited about all the fun we just do fun stuff I'm loving the fact that you were able to come onto the show and meet us because we've been hearing about you for a while. And so to yeah. actually have the face and be able to talk to the person, like, oh, this is great. I love this. So uh, thank you for yeah, taking the time. Yeah. Appreciate it so much. I know it's so really last minute, but I'm glad it worked out. And so, so glad to be here. And I'll communicate with you an email about I can't be there for the whole time tomorrow, but maybe we can find a, a slot in that and I'll, Debbie, I'll get me your info and I'll find out when we can come. The guys that are doing the, the breathing work, uh, Jamie and Patrick with the Breathe 22 organization as well. I'll check in with them and see if they um, can come and lead some breathwork stuff. They're definitely much better at it than I am. But since you asked for that specifically, I'll see if they can as well. Yeah, that would be amazing. Whenever they get in, I'll make sure I squeeze them in. Because it's like this I said, so it's, a, it's a campfire setting. <laughs> we literally just chop it up. Every half an hour, we break for somebody to talk for five minutes, but then it's back to 25 minutes of chopping it up. So. Anybody you could bring, that'd be great. We'll connect afterwards. Okay. Awesome. 
Thank you. And, th- and this is the law of attraction and action, everybody. And this is how you manifest your greatest life. Yes. So, yes. In action. And this is. All right. And this this is LOA today. This is what it's all about on LOA today. So thank you, Miranda. Thank you, Debbie G. Thank you, Nia Positivity. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you, podcast listeners everywhere. And we will see you all next time here on thank LOA you. today. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.